0: Welcome to Connection Strategies with Ron zukennick helping people in business embrace the power of connection. And now, here's your host, Ron Zukennick. Welcome to Connection Strategies. I'm Ron Zukennick and this is the second segment with leadership expert, Daryl Warren. Uh, by the way, if for some reason you're hearing this, For the first time, and welcome to the podcast, we meet every week for the purpose of bringing on some of the biggest social selling LinkedIn experts, and now some of the best leadership experts we're going to find anywhere in the world, and we just happen to have Daryl Warren with us today, Uh, and by the way, we're talking about leadership, we're talking about human capital, we're talking about how to be effective and how to inspire people to become this team, now, uh, for those that don't remember, or uh, again, if it's your second segment and you haven't heard the first one, uh, Daryl Warren is the owner of D, like in Daryl Gene Alliance. It's a business solutions company, owns the Indiana license for a a, a, a Crestcom International, which is really a global leadership development organization. I, I believe they're in about 60 countries. They go back uh, to being established in 1987. Uh, D- D- Daryl has 33 years in the business community. He's been to everywhere from the university of Miami getting his HR undergraduate, uh, got an MBA with a high average, a high GPA, lucky you Daryl from Indiana <laughs> and Wesleyan. And he began his career at Olin chemical and ended up, uh, when he joined Exxon accepted a global position with Exxon managing a strategic alliance of a German partner. Uh, it- Welcome back, uh, Daryl, and thanks so much for for coming on the show for a second time. Well, sure, Rob. Uh, Thank you for having me. Uh, you know, we've talked about communication, and you know, I really want to talk about you. Let's talk about human capital. Right? Sure. I, I mean, that's really at the at the hallmark, and I know that you you put a lot of time and effort into training leaders. Uh, uh, it's almost like you have to develop the habit of doing what successful leaders do when they're dealing with people, and not all people are the same. So so tell me about this. What, what what are some of the cornerstones? What do I need to understand about human capital in an organization as a, my interest is to build and inspire a team?
1: Sure. Sure, Ron. Well, again, thank you very much for, for having me. Uh, when you say you need to build up a habit, it certainly directs us uh, towards our book, uh, Our Being, uh, Crestcom International. We just introduced a uh, a new book, The Leadership Habit, Transforming Behaviors to Drive Results. Uh, and so that is available on Amazon or, or wherever books are sold, as they would say. But but the point is, is that we, uh, you can be a leader whether you're an individual contributor or whether you're a CEO of a company with twenty five thousand employees. Uh, the key is, is that through inspiration, honesty, integrity, uh, an individual can lead a team to great results. Uh, but there's a way to do that. And for us, there's really ten core competencies of doing that. Uh, but yes, human capital—it's uh, definitely become a, an employees market, if you will. Uh, back in oh five, six, seven, eight, um, there were more positions than there were people, and that shift is starting to turn. Um, organizations, whether it's manufacturing, an accounting firm, uh, a, a digital solutions company, uh, are all trying to find good talent to recruit hire, and here's the critical word, retain in their organization. Uh, hmm. so, so, yes, there's some some critical issues going on right now as it relates to human capital.
0: Um, leadership skills workshop, I think that's something that you do. So, you know, how are most of these companies training leaders? So, uh, give me some examples of what you're finding out there in the world.
1: You know, Ron, it's interesting because how are most companies training leaders? They're not. Um, (laughs) They're not. (laughs) They're really not. I mean, what's what's crazy about that is that if you don't take your team and allow them to um, discuss, it's great to give them a directive. But what about feedback? Um, And so what we find is that by when folks do send people to our class, we meet once a month, third Tuesday of the month for a year. Uh, all covering the core competencies of leadership, but that's a way for the team to get together and kind of uh, uh, build their team results and, and strengthen their team. Uh, it it helps with engagement, uh, it increases retention, uh, and let alone it actually adds to their leadership skills. So uh, for us, a leadership skills workshop would we'll be going into an organization, uh, providing a mini no-cost training program. So the organization. Well, wait a
0: minute, wait, wait a minute, Daryl. Slow sure, up here sure. a little bit. Did sure. I hear that right? No cost.
1: So exactly. you, go,
0: you can go into a company, give them a mini leadership skills workshop. Exactly. Is that, is
1: that like a couple of hours
0: or something? Or? Uh,
1: exactly. It's, it's right at about two hours. Um, we cover really four different topics, uh, but it allows an organization to, number one, see what is it that Crestcom does. Uh, you guys do leadership training and development. I hear leadership. What the heck is that? Uh, what do you guys really do? And so it allows us to give a good overview of our actual content. It's not a commercial. They can actually walk away with usable tools and techniques uh, to manage and lead their team. Uh, But again, yes, a leadership skills workshop All the uh, Crestcom licensees globally uh, will offer this. Uh, We do have a few requirements. We want the decision maker in the room, of course. Uh, uh. (laughs) But if you're training
0: leaders, they're (laughs) all decision makers, aren't they?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you, you do want to make sure uh, uh, JB is in the room and not traveling so that uh, when it yeah. comes to the end of this, the class and you ask to see if there's a commitment going forward, uh, you want it all to happen while it's fresh in people's minds. So
0: I can't imagine, Daryl,
1: anybody not taking advantage of it. Uh, is there a limit
0: or a maximum amount of people that, that can
1: be in this you know, ideal is is ten, uh, but I can tell you that I've done it for as many as twenty one or twenty two. Um, you get beyond that, and you start to lose the interactivity. Again, you're trying to accomplish uh, a good review in two hours, um, and if, if you get more than twenty professionals in a room at one time, it may get a little uh, uh, difficult. But yes, um, anywhere from ten to twenty is a great number. Ron. Okay, so let's. Uh, so look, everybody,
0: you, you just heard this. I'm, I'm talking with Daryl Warren. Happens to be a leadership expert, owns the uh, Indiana license of Crestcom International. And he basically said they'll come in. He'll come into your company and he will uh, do a, probably a mini skills, leadership skills workshop at no cost, no exactly. obligation. And if I'm correct, they're going to walk away with some immediate measurable results that they can use right now to increase productivity, uh, raise employee performance. Um and then you'll give them some actionable steps, and and hopefully they may think it's a good idea and hang out with you for a whole year. Is that is exactly. that the, the end result? Okay, got that. So exactly. take it. I want everybody to take advantage of it. <laughs> uh, and before I forget, send an email. Send an email to Daryl D A R R Y L dot Warren at cresscom Tell them you want this workshop now. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's how easy that was. Now let's keep <laughs> going. Um, give me some more nuggets. Give me what what's coming up uh, now, now? aren't you doing a a big event? I know you're hosting it here in Indiana, but but isn't there a big event that that you do that that deals with the corner? Is it the cornerstones of of human capital or what?
1: Well, exactly, Ron. I mean, nowadays organizations are I don't care if you're in construction, accounting, um, digital marketing, uh, whatever it is you're into. Matter of fact, even into the educational and political arenas, um, organizations are really faced with four critical issues. Number one, uh, a skills gap or worker shortage. Um, it's very um, uh, much of an issue in the construction industry. I mean, organizations, general contractors are not bidding on jobs, Ron, if you can imagine, not because they don't want the job, but they're afraid if they get awarded it, who are they going to get to do the work? So it's a, it's a huge issue. All organizations are going through issues and challenges and skills, finding a good good workers, a skills gap. And number two, multi-generational conflict. How do you manage up to four generations in the marketplace at one time? Uh, yeah,
0: how do you do that, Daryl? Tell everybody. I, I have some some <laughs> One generation at a
1: time, right? No. <laughs> exactly. Um, number three would be in, engagement. You know, Gallup states that 60% of employees are disengaged, costing uh, organizations billions of dollars a year. Um, how do we increase engagement? How do we get our teams more um, motivated and more involved in our business? Uh, there are ways to do that. Uh, and then fourth, uh, Ron, would be the boomer cliff. Uh, 10,000 individuals are going to be age eligible uh, to retire every day. Uh, are we as organizations prepared for that brain drain? Big question mark. So, so yes, wow. we're having a huge. A Human Capital Roundtable run <clears throat> at the Hawthorne's Country Club on October 31st uh, on Halloween. Uh, uh, Halloween. Is
0: everybody getting <laughs> dressed up for this event?
1: <laughs> 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 costumes <laughs> are optional.
0: Yeah. So you're just going to come dressed up like a leader.
1: <laughs> exactly. Co- costumes are optional.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, and, and so this is, uh, again, this is for those that are listening. You may be all over the world, but you still got to connect with Daryl. Warren, right, at Crescom. So um, so this is on October 31st. And how long
1: of a program is this, Daryl? It's just for two hours. I mean, we're going to get business leaders and owners into a, a room. Uh, oftentimes, you can go to conferences and hear people talk about engagement, hear people talk about worker shortage, but very rarely is there the opportunity to have dialogue, right? Yes, there's a two-minute period of time at the end for Q&A, Um, But to get into a room, business leaders and owners and and folks that are responsible for their organizations to talk about these issues, we share best practices, and then we take all the content and provide it back to all the attendees in the form of a white paper. Um, So we've done these twice before, once in the plastics industry and once in architectural engineering and construction. Uh, And it's been wildly successful. And and this one is for all industries. And and yes, even though it's for Indiana, Ron, Folks can get in touch with me. I can uh, walk you through how to put this together in your own world area, uh, because organizations are hungry to talk about these problems and, more importantly, hungry to find solutions.
0: This is really timely uh, for a lot of people. Let me ask you this. This human capital roundtable that you're, you're doing on the 31st, is this something like the leadership skills workshop? Are you willing to take this conversation into companies and and conduct it specifically for them? Is is that a a model that works for you?
1: You know, that's very interesting, Ron. We're, again, at the earlier stages of doing this here in uh, central Indiana. Uh, This will be our third. Um, But I guess, yes, we could actually come into an organization and host uh, this type of a discussion. But I'll tell you, the great connection strategy here is finding out what the company down the hall or down the road is doing to address these issues. Um so, again, construction, accounting, CPA.
0: Oh, oh good point. Good, good point. But, yeah. but when you conduct this, because uh, I believe you facilitate this discussion, uh, you can bring in the experiences of what other companies are doing. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I, I love this. So let me ask you this. I, I love this. The, this is engagement. So Gallup states that 60 percent. Mm-hmm. Of employees are disengaged. That costs exactly. billions, right? Billions. So, uh, are there any helpful tips? So, I'm a leader. I yeah, I, I got it. So, 60% of my employees are in disengaged. So, right. what are what are some of the tips? What is Crescom telling me? What is what is your company telling me to get more to get my people more engaged?
1: But yeah, the first thing you need to do is really measure where is the current level of engagement. Right. So uh, is everyone engaged? There's um, certain companies, uh, uh, my goodness, Amazon or Zappos, I believe, is another one that their level of engagement of their employees is. 80%, 90%. 80%, 90%. Um, so whatever that organization is that you have, that you're leading, find out what your current level of engagement is. And there's plenty of tools in the marketplace to, to, to take that measurement. I would give a, a level of caution that if you're going to ask your team uh, questions in a survey, make sure you... you um, Uh, tend to their input. In other words, uh, if they say, hey, guys, we really need better parking spaces, don't ask the question if you're not willing to invest in new parking spaces, right? So you can really ruin your level of engagement if you don't follow through. Um, But yes, find out where you're at first. um, And then there are several different strategies, Ron, Uh, Probably don't have enough time here to build into them as to how to get the team more involved and active uh, in your business. Uh, From a leadership standpoint,
0: Daryl, who who inspires you? You you know, when I think of leaders, you know, I think of uh, Gandhi, maybe I think of George Washington and maybe Lincoln. I hate to even say Adolf Hitler, but uh, obviously he was a leader of some sort. Sure. Uh, Nelson Mandela was the leader. Yeah. You know, who comes to you? Who do you like in business? Let's talk about business.
1: Well, you're exactly I mean, Nelson Mandela hits it. Uh, and just to be real quick here, Nelson Mandela is such a um, uh, a leader representative for me that I look up to. And I'll tell you the reason why a lot of people jump on his bandwagon because he was in jail for so long. Um, but even beyond that, when he walks into a meeting Everyone knows he's the president of uh, uh, the African National Council, uh, I believe is the name of it, in South, in South Africa. The point is everyone knows his position. When he walked into a meeting, after his greeting, he shut up. I mean, yes, he's the leader of the group, but he wanted to make sure he got the input of everyone in the room without him giving his input first, which would, could color or bias someone's input. Um, so many times leaders, especially senior leaders, walk into a room and they want to share their input, feeling that they need to communicate to lead. Uh, he communicates by listening, and that I, I just think that's a wonderful approach.
0: You, you know, uh, uh, Simon Sinek, who's a um, uh, coach, speaker, uh, stated that leaders that are not good listeners are eventually surrounded by people that have nothing to say. <laughs> I love leaders. That. That, that are not good listeners or eventually surrounded by people that have nothing to say. Uh, what about Jeff Bezos? He's amazing as the founder and uh, CEO of Amazon. Uh, is, is, is his success built around his ability to lead or is his success really built around him finding people that can lead? What you What's know, your take on
1: that one? <laughs> if he's if he's a smart leader, as I, as I, I believe he is, he does both. Um, he had the vision, uh, he put it into place and made it successful. So you have to give him respect from that perspective. But he's smart enough to know that he's not smart enough, right? None of us are as smart as all of us. So he recognizes that, hey, I'm not the best person when it comes to logistics. I've got good input, but I really need to get Ron or George involved uh, and recognize that they have the best input uh, to be successful in that area. So so tell me who inspires you. G- give me an
0: idea. I, I, again, you got... Brian Roberts from Comcast, or you got used to be Rex Tillerson, right, with Exxon, right, your old company. <laughs> exactly. uh, did By the <laughs> way, did you ever
1: meet Rex Tillerson? You know, I, I have not. I, I did not get a chance to meet Rex. No, I, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, it's like I do some speaking.
0: Uh, I'm one of 25 national speakers for the Office of the Secretary right. of Defense. And people ask me all the time, hey, have you ever met Mad Dog Matus? No, I <laughs> haven't. And, and it's not likely that I will, but I, I right. do work. Uh, but then you got Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook. Uh, you got Satya Nadella, right? I think of him from Microsoft. Jack sure. Welch from General Electric. I mean, who really stands out that you're really inspired by? Yeah. Any,
1: anybody in particular? You know, that's, a um, again, a question that put a lot of thought into. But two people do come to mind. Um, One, you mentioned him offhand already, Simon Sinek. Uh, He has a great example that says you know, the whole concept of why, and a lot of people have talked about that before, uh, but he uses a great example of actually a a homeless guy on the side of the road that actually has a sign that says, hi, my name is Daryl, I'm a veteran, Uh, please give me money because I'm hungry, which is okay, you're going to get a few dollars, but if you make it about the next person, the other person, um, hi, my name is Daryl. I recognize you can't give every day uh, or every month, uh, but the next time you do decide to give, I'll be right here. Right? So you're making. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you I love that. that?
0: <laughs> I love that. So, so now translate that into being a leader in a company. So um, I want to in- increase engagement. Right. I want to use that story. I, 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 say it again to to inspire me to to be there for you and to get more engaged. Can what you can that- you
1: paraphrase that or restate it? Well, if you're talking to your sales team, your manufacturing team, your quality team, we all have customers, right? So whether it's the customer that pays the invoice or your customer is the line on the person on the automotive line uh, putting the bumper on the vehicle, he's your customer as well uh, if you're the leader. But if you can always make it about that person's customer, right, versus about themselves, I think people would be wildly, wildly more successful and much more effective. So, yeah, I, I, if I had to break that down, Ron, that's the way I would say it. Make it about the other person. Uh, I don't think you can go wrong when you do that. Uh, you can build engagement, um, which, let's face it, if you're not engaged in the organization and in the goals, uh, you're really not present. You may be physically present, but you're not mentally present.
0: You know, I always love that that quote from uh, Henry Ford, right, the pioneer uh, in the automobile business, um, he, he was standing around with about four or five people, and the news reporters came and asked who, who was the leader of this organization. Uh, I don't know if you recall that answer, but he, he says it's like asking a tenor in a quartet who can sing tenor. It's mm-hmm. obviously whoever can sing tenor would be the tenor in a quartet. So mm-hmm. whoever can be a leader. So give me just one last thought on this. How do I know I'm a leader? I'm in management, I'm in a company, mm-hmm. I love to be a leader, I want people to follow my, t- my division, right. how, how do I get to know that I'm truly a leader, what, what, do I, what am I noticing?
1: Well, I mean, beyond the fact of your team hitting their goals and objectives, um, because you may have a team hitting their numbers, if you will, uh, or meeting the metric, whatever that case may be, whatever the metric may be, but you're still not being looked at as a truly inspirational leader. Um, So the way, how would you find that out, Ron? Is you would ask them, um, literally just go to your team and and whether it's a 360 evaluation uh, to literally say, how am I doing? What would you like to see done differently? Um, it's the vulnerable, uh, confident leader that goes to his team and actually asks the question, how am I doing? So again, it's not just the metrics, it's truly, do they feel valued? Uh, are they receiving adequate and effective communication? Uh, are they being rewarded and recognized when they do do something well? Wow. Um, so yeah, I would, I would clearly just ask your team and, and you'll get the the actual real results.
0: Oh, I, I love this. So listen, everybody, I want you to, to look, I want you to connect with Daryl Warren. Uh, he's on LinkedIn. He can be reached. He's based out of Indiana, Indianapolis. He owns the Indiana license for a, a global leadership development group called Crestcom. You can go to Crestcom.com, C-R-E-S-T-C-O-M.com. You can, you can email Daryl at Daryl.Warren at com. Uh, You can have him come into your company and do a leadership skills workshop for free about two hours. Come on, everybody. Help us out. (laughs) Call Daryl. Get a hold of Daryl. Find Daryl. He also can come in and potentially do a human capital roundtable. Sure. Can address all kinds of great things. So, uh, by the way, everybody, you can. This is the second segment. If you haven't heard the first segment, just go back and listen. I'll make sure everybody gets to see it. You can find this podcast at my website, it's com or podcastandradio.com, Block talk, radio, and you can certainly subscribe on iTunes. Daryl, my God, there's just so much information that, that you can put out. But my God, with 33 years experience, there's not even a question that you can make a difference for people. Uh, I always love to leave the audience with something to think about. I, I call them thinking points for connecting forward. So. So, we've talked a lot about leadership and we've talked about human capital and, and connection and engagement. What thinking point can you give me as a leader today?
1: Sure, Ron. Well, again, I, I just want to say again, thank you very much for having me on the podcast. I love to share this information. Uh, I think it's very valuable to, to all businesses and individuals and professionals. But if I had to leave with, with one thinking point, um, really just to know you never know uh, who you're connecting with, right? So I mean, how many times have we had stories where you may be focused on giving a presentation and you happen to get stuck in an elevator with someone that uh, could be someone that you can learn a lot from? So the point is always be receptive to the world. Uh, Always give versus looking to receive, um, and the rest will take care of itself.
0: Thank you so much, Daryl. I, I know you're a busy guy, but the good news is you, we've got to spend two 20-minute segments <laughs> together. Thank Great. you so much. Uh, we very much appreciate your input and your hey, insights. Brian, I,
1: I really appreciate it as well, and I appreciate all the things you do on Connection Strategies. So thanks a lot. Thanks so much. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to Connection Strategies with Ron Zuchanik. To learn more about Ron Zuchanik and the work he does as speaker and trainer, visit ronzuchanik.com.
1: This podcast is powered by David Wolf and podcastandradio.com.